Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Whitney Houston, Mel B, Cardi B, Aaron Carter, Ice-T, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment and you are a registered listener here on BTR, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and Press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six. And press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com/slash/thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. Stiletto, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 69 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening on your computers, in, in on the phone. Thank you again, once again, for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing today on Hump Day? I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great. Uh, It is Memorial Day weekend coming up. Can you believe it? We're halfway through the year. I tell you, time really flies. Here in New York is Fleet Week. Fleet Week started today, and usually that's when all the uh, Navy ships come through New York Harbor and do their display with the waterworks, and uh, they dock along the uh, West Side Highway, and you see all the sailors coming in, the Marines coming in, all the military men and women come into town, and just enjoy the weekend, and make sure when you see a military a man or woman, make sure you thank them for their service, and a lot of things happen in Fleet Week, you get to go on the ships. You get to tour. You get to talk with the men and women of the armed service. So it's really cool when they come into town for a couple of days. Uh, Lots to talk about, as usual, this week. We're going to be talking about um, how do you guys feel when your uh, favorite recording artist who had passed away, when they're thinking about doing a hologram concert of their artist, well, they're thinking about doing it for Whitney Houston. I'll tell you more about it. Also this week, uh, Mel B is in the news. Uh, apparently, she's walking around with an eye patch, and uh, 
uh, you know, the British media was saying, oh, she got an iPad, she's just fine, you know, because currently the uh, the Spice Girls are touring, but she's come to the record saying, no, she's not doing that great because she almost lost sight in her eyes. I'll tell you more about it. And also someone who's not doing that well, Cardi B, uh, she had to cancel a couple of her t- uh, dates to her tour because of the current surgery she had on uh, her liposuction surgery and her breast surgery. She's having some complications on stage because she's dancing, she's moving around, and uh, apparently, according to her her rep, uh, she just got a little overzealous. I guess she was just trying to get her tour she was anxious about her upcoming tour that she didn't think about that, you know, she needed to rest because she just recently had this uh, evasive surgery done and, um, you know, now she has to sit out and wait because, you know, she's experienced some kind of pain. Also this week we're going to be talking about Aaron Carter. Uh, He has come out and said that, Despite what you heard about Michael Jackson, he's here to tell you that uh, Michael Jackson, he never witnessed or never saw Michael doing anything. But he did uh, put out there that uh, he did say that uh, Michael was doing inappropriate things, and the media ran with it, wanting to know what the hell is Aaron talking about. So he's going to come to the record and and, um, explain it even further. Uh, Ice T is in the news. Uh, he was he sent a message to Amazon and to their workers that the next time you deliver a package to a residence or a residency or uh, even uh, even a commercial building, make sure that your employee says they're from Amazon because he almost shot an Amazon employee. I'll tell you more about it. Uh, Also this week, a couple of artists are being sued. Um, I'm sorry, a celebrity is being sued. Tiffany Haddish is being sued uh, by her ex-husband after she uh, put out there on her stand-up that uh, uh, he's suing her over some abuse claims that she made in her memoir, you know, her autobiography, The Last Black Unicorn. And Jay-Z and Timberlake, they're being sued for $2 million lawsuit from an 81-year-old musician who claimed that Jay-Z and Timberland sampled one of his songs. And, of course, this week we lost one-third of the incredible uh, R&B group, after seven, we lost Melvin Emmons, who happens to be the brother of Babyface Emmons. He died at the age of 65 last weekend. I'll tell you more about it. So uh, without further ado, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. <laughs> All right, well, Whitney Houston's original band and backup singers, they have been recruited to perform on her upcoming, get this, hologram tour. That's right. The late uh, star manager and sister-in-law, Pat Houston, has revealed the estate has signed a new deal with Primary Way Music Publishing for a major live show which will feature the I Will Always Love You singer as a hologram, her brother Gary Houston, and many other familiar faces who tour with Whitney. Now, Pat hopes that the tour and the posthumous new album will remind fans of what a great talent her sister-in-law was. Other potential projects with Primary Wave include a Broadway musical, (coughs) excuse me, and there's even talks of an Amy Winehouse tour in the works. In other words, they're thinking about doing a hologram of her as well. Now, a couple of years ago, you remember that they did a hologram of Tupac Shakur. There was also talks about um, other artists, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, there was talks about uh, Lisa Left Eye from TLC doing a hologram with their uh, surviving band members. Now, a lot of people do not want to see this. 
some people who are fans of Whitney saying it's a little creepy or any fan of any um, artist who had passed away, they find it a little creepy to watch a show of a hologram of their favorite dead artist. It's just a little creepy. It's a little weird. People are not comfortable with it. Let the 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 let the dying remain died you know dead. Um, I mean, what do you think? Do you think you would see a a would you pay money to go to a concert of one of your favorite uh, dead artists? I don't know if I would go to see Prince, even because I've seen Prince live. And I don't think I could take seeing a hologram of Prince at at at, at a concert. I don't think I could. It, it doesn't sit well with me. So tell me what you think. Give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. Press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656. Tell me, would you pay money to see a hologram of your your favorite dead recording artist? Mel B is searching for a very cool eye patch that she can wear when the Spice Girl tour begins after she lost the sight in her right eye last week. Now, speculation about what caused Mel vision issues have been swirling since her hospital dash with the singer choosing to set the record straight on her Instagram page. Uh, in a lengthy post alongside a picture of herself wearing a hospital eye patch, Mel wrote, quote, Thank you so much for all the lovely support and messages I have had about my eye. Just so you know the real truth, I had an awful experience last week when I went blind in my right eye and my left eye went blurry. And even though the press said I'm okay and this has happened to me many times before, just to be clear, I was not okay and this has never, ever happened to me before. I was actually in a lot of pain and very, very scared. But thanks to the incredible eye specialists, I was diagnosed by uh, with severe iritis in my right eye and uvitis in my left eye. Now, iritis is a uh, inflama- uh, inflammation of the iris, while uvitis is an inflammation of the pigmented layer of the eye called the uh, u- uvea. Now, Mel added that she's taken multiple prescription heavy-duty eye drops and other medication to keep the inflammation under control, but the issue won't be resolved for the next three to four months. However, Mel proved she maintained a sense of humor over the incident as she joked she's going to find the perfect eye patch to uh, team with her Spice Girl outfits when the group tour kicks off in Dublin, Ireland on May 24. Wow, that's some serious stuff. Uh, there was uh, uh, other rumors saying that uh, she uh, had caught uh, uh, had uh, caught herpes, and and that was was what caused her eye issue. It was a lot of crazy stuff. But I'm so glad that Mel B has set the record straight, and what was the real cause of her um, inflammation. Cardi B representatives have confirmed reports that she's rescheduling shows due to her plastic surgery complication. The rapper postponed her El Paso, Texas concert on uh, yesterday, actually, uh, Tuesday, May 24th, due to circumstances beyond her control, according to a press release, and she also put her appearance in Baltimore, Maryland, this Friday on hold until September 8th. Now, reports suggesting Cardi was suffering the after effects of a cosmetic procedure quickly surfaced, and now the star rep has confirmed the hearsay is true. Now, Cardi says she is very disappointed and hates hates to let her fans down, but she wants to reassure them that she'll see them in in September. And this is according to a statement by TMZ. Uh, Cardi welcomed her first child daughter, Culture, with Migos rapper Offset in July in 2018 and has been open about opting for cosmetic surgery after giving birth. Yeah, she, you know, she had her, like, she had had liposuction, she had some uh, breast work done. And I'm going to tell you, anytime you do any kind of surgery to the body, there is a resting period. Even if you have a, even uh, an, uh, an invasive, uh, like a, a C-section, a cesarean after giving birth can be invasive. And they'll tell you, the doctors will tell you right off the bat, when you get home, you can't move, you got to take it easy, you got to wait till the stitches heal, because you don't want anything 
oozing out of your your scar or you don't want your stitches to pop. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to be careful. She was very overzealous. I guess she was very anxious to get back on tour to show everybody she's ready. She's going to, you know, coming out with her new banging body. And, you know, she's up there dancing, moving around, shaking, twerking. And that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work for the body to endure after you come off of a major surgery. So, you know, she, her doctor said you're going to have to cut the in that tour because you have to let your body heal. And you can't do that jumping and twerking on stage. So we just wish Cardi B uh, to get well soon. Um, Aaron Carter has denied his revelation that Michael Jackson was in quotes, inappropriate with him involving anything sexual. The 31-year-old I Want Candy hit maker who befriended Jackson when he was a child star appeared in a trailer for the upcoming series of Marriage Boot Camp, Reality Star Family Edition, and said that Michael was really a good guy as far as he knows, and and he he never did anything that was inappropriate before adding except for one thing. There was one thing that he did that was a little bit inappropriate. Now, fans quickly began speculating about the nature of the incident, but Aaron later took to his social media to set the record straight about what he had meant. He said, I'm sorry, but we're in the definition of inappropriate doesn't mention sexual misconduct. That's what he wrote. Jackson was accused of child molestation by Wade Robson and uh, James Safechuck in the documentary Leave It Neverland earlier this year. Aaron continued his series of tweets to insist that he's been hoping to show that Jackson hadn't been sexually inappropriate with him, not that he had. Um, He said, quote, my reasoning for even speaking on this subject is to tell my truth, be real, and to also have his back based on my experience with Michael. He was an amazing guy. I stand by that. So I ask you not to turn this into something it isn't. In my opinion, it was a little appropriate. What's the problem with that? I'm not trying to achieve anything except telling my story to validate he didn't effing do anything sexual, unquote. Now, as his followers continued to question Aaron about his remark, the star continued to respond, adding that his story, which he will tell in his full up-and-coming memoir, validates Jackson didn't do anything and insisting that he is in no way, shape, or form accusing him of being a child molester. He has something to say to Amazon. The 61-year-old rapper shared on his Twitter account that he almost shot a delivery driver from the e-commerce who came to his house, and he mistook him for an intruder. He said, quote, uh, this is what he uh, he wrote. He said, quote, a uh, message to Amazon. Now that you have regular people making your home deliveries, maybe they should wear a vest with Amazon delivery on it. Now, um, this is what he suggested on the micro-blogging site. He said, I almost shot an MF creeping up to my crib last night, just saying, unquote. His complaint didn't go unnoticed by the tech company. Amazon Senior Vice President of Worldwide Operation and Customer Service, Dave Clark, tweeted back to the musician, so the response didn't seemingly show that he was taking it seriously. This isn't the first time Amazon had received complaints about their delivery driver. In 2018, a man named Richard Gutfield alleged that an Amazon driver took his beloved 11-month-old black miniature schnauzer, telling BuzzFed that Gutfield said that the delivery man entered the house through the unlocked doors instead of leaving the parcel in a safe box along the driveway. Um, Yeah, the... uh, The... Senior Vice President uh, Dave Clark, he basically just said, well, we're a fan of you, Ice-T, we'll uh, try to make a note of that. In other words, I'm just paraphrasing what he was saying, but he didn't say, oh, you know what, we're going to actually sit down and talk with uh, Jeff Bezos about it, making sure that uh, we're going to take this seriously and to make note of it and to make sure that this incident doesn't happen again because 
that's when it usually does. You know, somebody get, dies or get killed, and that's when people start taking the necessary measures to actually do something about it because it is a real problem, you know, for somebody to come on your house, come through your door, and they have no, you know, at least the UPS guy or the FedEx guy or the postman, at least they're in uniform letting you know who they are. But the Amazon guys, they're not wearing anything. So you don't know who's walking up there to your door. So he, by Ice-T has a point. Uh, right now we have 20 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Is this your first time tuning into the show? Welcome. Uh, That's Entertainment uh, is just celebrated 10 years here on BTR, and i just like to give a thank, warm thanks to everybody who's been listening to the very beginning, who've been supporting the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If it's with you, uh, with all the fans and the people who supported the show. Uh, it's you that keep this show going. So thank you for all your support. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is uh, set to face her ex-husband in court next year after he sued her over abuse claims made in her memoir. Now, according to court documents obtained by the U.S. website The Blast, a judge in Texas has set a trial date for April 20th of 2020 when Tiffany and her ex William Stewart are due to resolve their libel dispute over allegations made in her autobiography, The Last Black Unicorn. Now, although the Girl Trip star did not mention Stewart by name in her 2017 book, she titled a chapter, The Ex-Husband, which include description on how he allegedly choked her during sex and was guilty of domestic abuse and harassment. He sued his ex-wife and her publisher, Simon & Schuster, the book publishers for uh, defamation, libel, and slander, and want more than $1 million in damages. He also alleged that the comedian was, in fact, violent towards him, stating she once had a temporary restraining order against him dropped because the allegations in her application were false. Tiffany denied his claim. In his filing, William claimed he will be able to demonstrate that Miss Haddish regularly requested Mr. Stewart to become more aggressive with her during sex, including, among other things, to choke her as a part of their sexual intercourse. He also submitted uh, evidence allegation that in 2012, in a 2012 interview with comedian Dom Herrera, she denied he beat her up and had used the choking as a punchline in her comic routine. Her disgruntled ex also stated he sent several letters to her and the publisher seeking to reach a settlement, but that she responded by telling him, quote, be patient, your blessings are coming, and start to think positive so positive things can come your way because your blessings are waiting on you, unquote. Tiffany married William twice, divorcing him for the final time in 2013. Their defamation, libel, and slander case is ongoing. Jay-Z and Timberland have been hit with a $2 million, law, $2 million lawsuit from an 81-year-old musician who claimed they sampled one of his songs. Ernie Hines named the pair, along with Rockefeller Records, Def Jam Recording, Universal Music Group, and Sony Music in the lawsuit and claimed they used his 1969 song, Help Me, without his permission. He alleged Jay-Z sampled it on his song, Paper Chase, which was produced by Timberland for the 1998 album, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Hine also alleged that Help Me was used on Genuine's 1999 track, Toe to Toe, which the heavyweight hip-hop producer also worked on, according to legal documents obtained by The Blast. The sole musician from Jackson, Mississippi, was reportedly unaware his track was sampled, as he is a senior citizen and does not listen to rap music, according to his attorney. Hines is suing for copyright infringement and demanding at least $2 million. Babyface is mourning the loss of his brother Melvin Edmonds, who died at the age of 65 on Saturday, May 18th. R&B star Melvin rose to fame as a founding member of the group After Seven, which formed in 1987, alongside his brother Kevin Kevin Edmonds and his friend Keith Mitchell. The group scored a number of hits throughout the 1990s, including Can't Stop and Ready or Not, which both reached the top spot on the uh, Billboard Hot R&B charts. 
Melvin uh, exited the lineup of After Seven following the release of the group's third album, Reflection, in 1995, and after his son Jason Edmonds joined in 2006. Melvin returned to the group, who then began to perform as a quartet. While his cause of death has yet to be confirmed, the group confirmed news of the father of four passing in a post on their official Facebook page on Monday. Melvin is survived by four children, Melvin, Jason, Chris, and Courtney. Wow. And three handwritten wills have been found at the home of the late singer Aretha Franklin. According to David Bennett, an attorney for Franklin Estate, the most recent document was dated March 2014 and was found inside a spiral notebook under cushions in the living room of a suburban Detroit property earlier this month. That will give the Queen of Soul asset to her family members. Now, it was claimed... However, that many of the words are hard to decipher, and four pages have words crossed out with extra phases scrolled in the in the margins. Two other wills from 2010 was also found in a locked cabinet after the key was finally located. Bennett, who acted as uh, Franklin's attorney for over 40 years, filed a will on Monday, May 20th, and states and stated he's unsure whether or not their legal they're legal under the Michigan law, and all the wills have been shared with Franklin's four sons and or their lawyers, and a statement from the estate claimed two of the sons ob- object to the wills. A hearing is scheduled for June 12. Franklin died in August of 2018 at the age of 76 following a battle with pancreatic cancer. At the time of her death, her lawyers and family members stated she hadn't left a will. Wow. Right now we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, actress Rebecca Gayhart. You know, a couple of years ago, uh, she was almost suicidal because she felt a lot of guilt and grief after taking a child's life in a car crash. And now she's talking about it and uh, how she feels about that fatal crash and what she's what it has done for her. We're going to be talking about that later on. And uh, Amy Schumer is now being mom-shamed. That's right. She uh, had received several hate comments on her Instagram account after she revealed that she had returned to work just two weeks after giving birth to her first child. We're talking about that. And a uh, the man who, who allegedly shot and killed rapper Nipsey Hussle, well, he has been indicted on six counts by a grand jury. I'll give you the latest. And uh, comedian Kristen Wiig, her upcoming comedy has become the latest Hollywood project to boycott the state of Georgia, and I'll tell you the reason why. And uh, Rita Ora is putting all her focus into her music, despite facing constant rumors about her love life. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Dress. 
Dripping like a princess You know I got a thing for you Yo, come on, let me get the train for you Just a little fun, see the sun on the city And you already thinking this, so just come with me I'm coming on strong, baby, please forgive me I see beautiful girls, but ain't none that's pretty in Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music by Aaron Carpenter and Attitude. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about actress Rebecca Gayhart was suicidal with guilt and grief after taking a child life in a car crash. The Beverly Hill 90210 star uh, killed a nine-year-old by the name of uh, Jorge Cruz Jr. in 2001 as he walked across a Los Angeles street and now admits she lost the will to live after the tragedy. Gayhart admitted that the fatal crash still haunts her a year later. She said that everything changed she said he still she still has trouble talking about it because it changed her it changed her life but luckily she came out of it and positive things started happening in her life after that rebecca is now a mom to two children of her own daughter billy nine and georgia seven from her marriage to estranged husband eric dane she separated from dane last year after 14 years of marriage And it seems like the mom-shaming days have begun for Amy Schumer. The new mom had received several hate comments on her Instagram account after she revealed that she had returned to work just two weeks after giving birth to her first child, Jean Attell. The comedian who welcomed Jean on May 5th previously took to the photo-sharing platform to share a photo of her performing a stand-up set on Sunday night, May 19th. While most comments are supportive, some others are slamming the I Feel Pretty Star for her decision to return to work just weeks after giving birth. Amy has responded to the mom-shaming comments, though she didn't address any of the naysayers directly. She replied to a comment from Jimmy Kimball's wife, writer and producer Molly McNerney, who wrote, quote, and here come the mom-shaming. Ugh. Amy jokingly responded, quote, I always wanted to be mom-shamed. 
unquote. Amy Baby Boy Jean, her first child whom she shared with husband Chris Fisher, whom she married on February 13, 2018. The star had been keeping her followers updated about how she's coping with first-time motherhood on her social media pages and hit headlines over the weekend when she shared a picture of herself using a breast pump beneath a tube top and calling it her, quote, outfit of the day. That's just like Amy. Always got to find the humor in in any situation. But um, getting back to the mom, you know, I don't care who you are, whether you just a celebrity or a regular person. You're old, uh, being a new mom. You're always going to be judged, even not by your personal friends, your in-laws, your mother-in-law, your mother. You're always going to be not doing something right. You know, and instead of, uh, you know, suggesting or, you know, doing about it away in a kind, gesture way, they're quick to make judgment. So Amy took it in stride, as she always does with anything, you know, being that she's a comedian. She always finds the humor in the situation. You, 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 as I told you, she said she, she, was, uh, she couldn't wait to be mom shade. You know, she took it in stride, so that's Amy for you. Uh, the man who allegedly shot and killed rapper Nipsey Hussle has been indicted on six counts by a grand jury. Eric Holder was previously charged with four counts, including premeditated murder and attempted murder, but the Los Angeles District Attorney revisited the case, and the grand jury added two new charges for assault with a firearm for the victims he allegedly shot who did not die. Holder allegedly shot and killed Nipsey in front of his store, Marathon Clothing, on March 31st. The accused also allegedly pistol-whipped a man one hour before Nipsey was murdered, and this is according to TMZ. Two women have submitted a statement to the DA's office claiming Holder attacked their male friend. The 29-year-old is facing life in prison. He has pleaded not guilty. And Rita Ora is putting all her focus into her music career, despite facing constant rumors about her love life. The Poison hitmaker opened up about her personal life during an interview with Britain's The Sun newspaper ahead of her U.K. leg of her Phoenix World Tour and confessed she's putting her plans for a family on hold for a while. The 28-year-old star insisted a relationship isn't her main priority, but at the same time, she doesn't want it to wait too. She doesn't want to wait too late. She wants to have a massive family in the future. Rita also admitted that her extensive work commitments combined with the speculation about her love life make it difficult for her to settle down with anyone. The singer reportedly split from the amazing Spider-Man actor Andrew Garfield in March and has also recently been romantically linked to former One Director, I'm sorry, One Direction singer Liam Payne. But while the How We Do hitmaker admits she is a good friend, good friends with the 25-year-old, uh, she dispelled all rumors of a potential romance with the former One Direction star with whom she teamed up on track for you. The UK leg of her Phoenix World Tour kicks, t- kicked off actually last night in Cardiff, Wales. And comedian Kristen Wiig upcoming comedy has become the latest Hollywood project to boycott the state of Georgia after state legislators signed strict abortion restrictions into law. The star production of Barb and Star Goes to Vista Del Mar, a spinoff from her hit comedy Bridesmaids, will no longer be shooting in the state in light of the heartbeat bill that outlaws abortions when a fetal heartbeat is detected. Since Governor Brian Kemp signed the bill earlier this month, several projects have abandoned production in Georgia as part of a Hollywood protest against against the restrictive abortion law. Ozark star Jason Bateman, Star Wars The Force Awakening director J.J. Abrams, and Get Out filmmaker Jordan Peele, as well as other film and TV heavyweights, have also pledged to take their entertainment business out of the state to oppose the bill. Georgia has been a favorite location for various TV and film projects for years due to tax incentives in the state. And as many people keep buzzing about Robert Patterson's potential casting in Matt Reeves' The Batman, it's not surprising to know that reporters bombarded the actor with questions regarding the report when he attended Cannes Film Festival to promote his new movie, The Lighthouse. 
But instead of giving an answer, Patterson remained mummed about it. When asked about the casting rumors during the press conference for the Robert Eagers-directed movie, the leading man in Twilight film franchise simply responded while smiling, saying, quote, I'm only answering questions about The Lighthouse, unquote. He was also asked the same question during an interview with Gala magazine, but he still refused to give the, an answer. Now, Variety reported that Patterson is close to landing the role and is currently in negotiation for the, the movie. However, Deadline said that it's not been set just yet and that Dark Phoenix and Togian star Nicholas Holt is still in the running for the part. Reeves, the Batman, will focus on a younger Bruce Wayne that he was in previous movies. He had been rumored that the upcoming movie would feature a bunch of comic book villains, including the Penguin and Catwoman. Now, this prompt Robston fans to rally, get this, for Christian Stewart to get cast as Catwoman along her ex-boyfriend. However, a new report suggests that Vanessa Hutchins is apparently the one who is up for the role. The report also states that Richard E. Grant is cast as Bruce Wayne Butler, Alfred Pennyworth, while Jason Clark and Carrie Russell will play Thomas and Martha Wayne, respectively. Other actors that are rumored to join the cast of the movie include Toby Kebbell as Scarecrow and Theo Rossi as Bane. Nothing has been confirmed as of now. And Micah Pena and uh, Chloe Grace Moritz will lead the human cast of the upcoming Tom and Jerry live-action revamp. The pair has signed up to play rivals as a top hotel in the Warner Brothers take on the classic cartoon, which Tim Story is directing. Pena will portray the deputy general manager of the Park Hotel who hired Moritz, uh, Kayla, to clean up the place. She brings an alley cat to get rid of the, ho- uh, the hotel mouse. The classic Tom and Jerry cartoon launched in 1940. And Zoe Saldana is mixing business with pleasure to lead the cast of her artist husband, Marco Perego's feature film uh, directorial debut. The Avengers star has signed on for Keyhole Garden about a man and woman who romance is tested by the divisiveness of life on America's southern border. And this is according to Variety. The story will be told uh, through three separated by, by, it's going to be told by three separate but connected narratives about a boy trying to save his undocumented friend from deportation, an immigration agent unintentionally dooming an ex, and a drug trafficking embarking on his final mission. Perego co-wrote the script with Rick Raposa and will also serve as a producer on the project. Production is set to begin this August. Saldana and, uh, Saldana and Perego wed in 2013 and our parents to three young sons. And uh, director Quentin Tarantino has asked audience at the Cannes Film Festival to avoid leaking spoilers from his new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, ahead of its world premiere. The highly anticipated period movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie was a late addition to the official competition lineup for the annual event in France, where it will be screened for the first time. Uh, Matter of fact, it was screened yesterday, uh, Tuesday, May 21st. As he prepared for the premiere, Tarantino had issued a personal plea to attendees via social media, asking them to keep all plot twists under wraps so fans around the world can enjoy the story unfold for themselves. In the type message that he wrote, he said, quote, I'm thrilled to be here in Cannes to share Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the festival audience. The cast and crew have worked so hard to create something original, and I only ask that everyone avoid revealing anything that would prevent later audience from experiencing the film in the same way. Thank you, Quentin, unquote. The note post on Instagram and Twitter is captioned with the hashtag, No Spoilers in Hollywood. The film is set in the late 1960s and revolves around a washed-up Western star played by DiCaprio who lives next door to a tragic actress, Sharon Tate, one of the victims murdered by members of the Charles Mason cult, The Family. Pitt plays the longtime stunt double of DiCaprio's character, Rick Dalton, while Robbie portrays uh, Tate. Uh, Al Pacino, Damian Lewis, Kurt Russell, Dakota Fanning, Tim Ross, and the late Luke Perry also features in Tarantino's latest movie, which is set to release uh, in late July. 
Meanwhile, there was uh, chaos on the red carpet just before the screening when hundreds of ticket holders were turned away from the premiere at the Grand Lumiere. More than 100 balcony ticket holders were held at the edge of the red carpet for an hour as those with seats in the orchestra and the mezzanine were fast-tracked into the venue before the balcony guests were then informed there was no space for them. To make matters worse, security staff insisted those con- uh, contesting the decision not to let them in risk arrest if they did not leave the red carpet. Some of the film fans left out and Nicole had paid $1,000 for their tickets. Wow, that's a shame. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes uh, left in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and uh, when I come back I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day, so uh, don't go anywhere. left remaining in the show and for the last remaining stories of the day uh, Aquafina and Regina Hall have been added to the all-star cast of The Help 
directors Tate Taylor's new movie, Breaking News in Yuba County. Mila Kunis and Allison Janey will lead the crime drama, which is set to start production in Mississippi next month. According to Deadline, sources Oscar-winning Janey will portray a woman who catches her husband in bed with another woman. The big surprise leads to a heart attack, which kills him. After burying his body, she begins to take advantage of the growing celebrity status that comes from having a missing husband, but find herself in over her head, dodging cops and criminals, all while trying to hide the truth, especially from her half-sister play by Kunis, a local news anchor, desperate for a big story, and Hall, determined local police detective. Juliet Lewis, Ellen Barkin, and Kunis' bad mom co-star Wanda Sykes are also reportedly in advanced negotiations to join the cast. Laura Dern was attached to the project but has since dropped out due to a scheduling conflict. And John Wick Chapter 4 has received a green light. Less than a week after John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum was released in theaters across the nation. The forequel is uh, officially in development and scheduled to arrive on May 21, 2021. Liongate announced the news about the fourth movie via a text message to fans on Monday, May 20th, saying John Wick Chapter 4 is coming May 21, 2021. Other details about the upcoming movie are not available, but Keanu Reeves is expected to reprise his role as assassin John Wick. The actor has previously said that he's open to the possibility of returning for more John Wick movies as long as fans still can accept it. Chad Stahelski, who directed all three films in the franchise, has also expressed his willingness to work on more John Wick movies. John Wick Chapter 3 launched to $57 million in North America on its opening weekend, taking over first place from, from Avengers Endgame at the domestic box office. The story follows Reeves' uh, Tyler character, who is on the run from Assassin, as he placed under a $14 million bounty. Elton John and Scissor Sisters star Jake Shear have penned a new musical about controversial televangelist Tammy Faye Baker. The duo has teamed up with playwright James Graham to create the show, tentatively called Tammy Faye, A New Musical. Tammy, Tammy found fame with her then-husband Jim Baker in the 1970s as a uh, charismatic preacher with their own TV show, but unlike many evangelists, she embraced the gay community at the height of the AIDS epidemic. Elton tells British Daily Mail newspaper that her willingness to preach acceptance inspired him and his fellow gay star Jay to take on the project as well as the crossover between telev- uh, televangelism and the entertainment industry. Tammy's televangelism career was hit by scandal, however, following revelations that 287000 had been diverted from their organization's account and paid to a woman named Jessica Hahn who had accused Jim of rape. The revelation invited scrutiny of the couple's finances and lavish lifestyle, and in 1989 he was sentenced to 45 years in prison for fraud and conspiracy, although it was later reduced to eight. Despite initially standing by her husband, she divorced him in 1992 and married property developer Roe Messner, who was later convicted of bankruptcy fraud. Her story will also be told on screen as Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield will portray the couple in a film due to begin shooting this year. Elton, Jake, and their team hope to bring the musical to London stage late in 2020. The 72-year-old singer who had been promoting his Rocket Man biopic at the Cannes Film Festival previously had huge success with Billy Elliot, the musical. And Black China has been given permission to grill former pal Kim Kardashian and her sisters, Khloe Kardashian and Kylie Jenner, in her legal battles with the first family of reality TV. The model and influ- uh, influencer will now get to quiz ex-boyfriend Rob Kardashian relatives in a bid to find out if they interfere with her reality show, Rob in China, which was canceled shortly after the couple split, according to court documents obtained by The Blast. China believed that Rob Mother, Chris Jenner, and family members leaned on network bosses and producers to cancel the show, costing her a small fortune. The family members had denied all her allegations and claimed they did nothing wrong. 
and Candy Bur- uh, Burris' decision to uh, to bring Foxy Brown to her Welcome to the Dungeon tour show in uh, right here in New York City on last Saturday night, May 18, did not go as smooth as expected. Rather than go out in a blaze of glory, the veteran rapper was booed by the crowd and forced off stage following what the crowd might consider as less than stellar performance. Footage from the show featured Foxy hitting the stage in thigh-high boots, a long coat, and a mask that covered her face. She tried to perform her 1996 song, I'll Be, featuring Jay-Z, but she was noticeably struggling with the words. Watching her performance, the crowd went angry and proceeded to boo her off. She was quickly whisked backstage, looking confused when she was escorted off the stage. Candy then took to the stage to do a little damage control, telling the crowd, you got to respect my girl. Let 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 her take the mask off. Adding insult to the injury, the DJ decided to switch the sour mood. Get this by playing the tracks from Foxy's longtime rival, Little Kim. Beside the escaped singer, fans of Foxy had also come to her defense following the incident, with many reminding others that the female MC is partially deaf. Foxy revealed in December of 2005 that she experienced and sudden. Uh, hearing loss in both ears and she had not heard another person's voice in six months. This prompted the Bronx rapper to go on hiatus before announcing in the following year that her hearing had been restored through surgery. And Madonna, she defied uh, Eurovision bosses by making an unexpected political statement during her performance at the Eurovision Song Contest in Israel on Saturday, May 18. The pop icon spotted a, a black cave in an eye patch as she performed her 1989 hit, Like a Prayer, and single Future from her new album, Malcolm, Madam X, with the col- uh, collaborator Quavo at the annual singing competition in Tel Aviv. As her set came to an end, Madonna and the Migos star made their way up a giant staircase alongside their backing dancers, and two by two, they dramatically fell backwards off the rear of the stage. Eurovision organizers were left stunned when they noticed two of the dancers were wearing Israeli and Palestinian flags on the back of their outfits as they held hands and walked up the staircase. The moment appeared to be the 60-year-old attempt to make a call for peace between the two warring territories, and Eurovision bosses issued a statement in which they made clear that the stunt wasn't approved. Ahead of her performance, Madonna had faced criticism for performing in Tel Aviv because of the Israeli government treatment of Palestinian living in the occupied territories. She later defended her decision by saying, quote, I never stopped playing music to suit someone's political agenda, nor will I stop speaking out against violation of human rights whenever in the world they may be, unquote. Duncan Lawrence from the Netherlands was crowned the champion of the 2019 Eurovision Song Contest with whopping with a whopping 492 points. The win marked the first time that that country had been vic- victorious at the contest since 1975. And Rihanna has ruled out collaborations with Lady Gaga and rumor ex-lover Drake on her upcoming ninth studio album. The singer had revealed R9 is in development, but fans need to calm down about a possible Gaga duet after the two singers connected on social media. Rihanna told the Time T Magazine, quote, that maybe because she followed her on Instagram that fans think it's happening, but it's not in the books right now, but she's not she's not quite against it. Uh, as for Drake duet, the Umbrella star added she don't see it happening, not on this album, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, they, people are thinking that Rihanna's going to be doing a collabo with Lady Gaga because they follow each other on social media. And uh, for the title of her her ninth studio album, R9, uh, as you as you recall, her last album, Anti, was a, a title that her fans came up with, and now uh, they had posted on social media, when is R9 coming out, when is R9, so it, it's been like embedded in her brains that maybe I should title my next upcoming album, but that's um, a ledge, so we'll see. And uh, Gucci uh, Mane has uh, postponed his live 
in Canada tour. The rapper, who once recently obtained a temporary resident permit to enter the country for the 10 dates in May, is now delaying the gig because he wants to bring a bigger and better show to his fans. Gucci is planning on rescheduling the dates for September when he'll be more prepared to give his fans what they deserve. And the delay gives him a chance to apply the finishing touches to the new album he's currently working on. Uh, according to TMZ, the rescheduled tour will still include stop in Ottawa, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. And the rapper is also hoping to perform in Toronto, which wasn't on the May tour schedule. Tickets are being refunded due to the postponement. And stars, including Gabrielle Union and Queen Latifah, gathered to watch Janet Jackson opening night of her residency in Las Vegas last Friday. The 53-year-old is exclusively performing her classic hits, including Nasty, Together Again, and Rhythm Nation during the, the Metamorphosis gig at the Park Theater inside the Park MGM hotel and casino for just 18 nights. Union shared a snap of her posing backstage with the music icon on Friday in an Instagram, in her Instagram post and wrote, quote, opening night, Janet Jackson in Vegas, baby. So glad we could be there to support. Thank you for inviting us. And Queen Latifah shared a sweet video on Instagram after watching the show and said Janet ruled the stage. The residency was initially due to run for only 15 days, but three more shows have been added due to popular demand is now set to conclude on August the 17th. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Enjoy the holiday weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Remember what the original holiday was for, and also have a safe uh, weekend and enjoy yourself. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.